Right, so from Molly Mosley, we've got the tablet. The tablet. Mm. Ooh. 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 So, are we saying that iPads were um, brought into this world for, from an ancient time? Like from the past? Yeah. Like they came through like, from like, the past? You know, Moses... Mm. Went up a mountain. Yeah. Wrote a load of commandments on, on, on t- tablets. Yes. Right. Okay, right. Right. This Ancient Aliens episode. Yeah. Right. Of of, actually, of the documentary Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Is like, they argue that you can't have written ten commandments on one stone tablet. Okay. You, you, you need, or well, you can't, you can't have written five on... Oh, on one stone tablet. Two. Yeah, you're supposed to have one. You, you yeah. need to have two. Yeah. So they're like, no, he needed an electronic tablet to fit that much information. <laughs> wow. Well, what I'm saying, Tom... That is not, that is not a leap. What I'm saying... <laughs> for the Ancient Aliens documentary series. Is we, this movie is cut between two time periods. Mm. One is a scientist trying to crack, um, like... Uh, t- uh, space time. Okay. Right. Kinda a la like interstellar stuff. Yeah. Right. In the modern day. And one, and it's a, it's a, it's like a corporate scientist. You know, oh, like yeah. after NASA's gone, like nothing's public funded. Yeah. He's trying to, and he's like, um, uh, he's working for a, he's working for a for a for a, a tech guy. Yeah. You know, a, a tech billionaire. Mm. The other one is set... Oh, maybe we, we span it across three different time periods, yeah. right? Um, uh, like, I don't know what the the other one, the middle one is, but there's one that's set in, like, Moses times. Yes. Right? The idea being that we follow Moses' journey up, like, a mountain and all that sort of stuff. He's, he hears something in his head. It's, like, it's in his, like... Mm. He's in bright lights... Here's some um, uh, here's some conversation whatever whatever he follows that up onto a mountain whatever yeah um, the other one still thinking about it but the and then this this guy in the modern day is searching yeah. trying to crack space time for yeah. his tech boss bro okay the tech boss bro is constantly obsessed with the other guy who's working in his office and mm. um, uh, who is like doing a really shit job of reinventing the iPad. Okay, so like the the, the, the tablet, yeah. so to speak, yeah. Um, and the idea being that when um, Killian Murphy cracks space-time, yeah. he gives it to his boss hmm. and he goes, oh, that's a really good idea. We could use that to sell this tablet. So, so oh, he like right. He opens portals. This is toward the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. He opens portals into the rest of time. Yeah, give it. And throughout time, you see these moments where tablets are Matt, being advertised to historical characters. Matt, this is our first pitch in the Ancient Aliens yep. episode, and we we have yet to add aliens. <laughs> there is no aliens. There is no movie. aliens. In it's this just one. a tech pro sending his <laughs> idea back in time. I love the idea that um, <laughs> that there's a there's a joke. I believe it's in the entire history of the world part one. Right. I think I think or is it? I know it's a Mel Brooks movie, mm-hmm. a, like a parody movie, where Moses is is standing on top of the mountain and he's got fifteen he's he's got fifteen commandments. 
And yeah. then he drops one of the tablets. <laughs> he goes, I've got ten commandments. <laughs> like, I love the idea of this tech bro guy going, we need to get that tablet. <laughs> like, but that's just a movie. You heard me. <laughs> Go back in time to get it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I think, yeah, I like your idea of... of the space-time guy. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> like... Well, yeah, time travel all yeah. over the place. Um, you got Killian Murphy in there. Yep. Like with every Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie. Um, and maybe it is Apple. Yeah. Because of the of the biblical reference, the Apple logo oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in shoes. Is it not intentionally? It's not. It's not an intentional thing. Yeah, it's Turing the the reference, right? Is it? Yeah. All oh, right. Well, he ate the apple of knowledge. Well, he ate the apple that killed him. Yeah. He killed himself with an apple. All oh, right. Well, <laughs> so did Adam and Eve. If you think about it. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. So, so the apple of knowledge. That's so, so they go back to Adam and Eve times yep. as well with this tablet and just yep. go, look, look, look. It's a picture of an apple. Yeah, it's because an advert they, they for apple. Yeah. yeah, they can't speak English. Yes, of course. It's ancient times. It's an There's advert only two for of apple. Them. And uh, and and because they're being string noodled through t- space time, they come out. The hand comes out and it looks like a serpent. Yes. Uh, well, it's it's someone got a sock puppet on. Yeah, he's got a sock puppet. Hello, it's me. I've got a picture of it. It's knowledge. Adam, you'll never believe what I just saw. <laughs> this snake is talking because they were they didn't have socks yeah. back then, so they had no idea. <laughs> They had no idea. They just thought it was a snake. They invented socks yet. Yeah, yeah. And then they eat the apple of knowledge. They eat the fruit of knowledge. And they're like, oh no, I think that was a sock. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've simultaneously, Adam, Adam, come in. It's Olivia Coleman. Uh, Adam, Adam, come in. I've just simultaneously had two thoughts. The first one is that we're naked. Yeah. And we should find some clothes we to cover probably ourselves. Cover up, yeah. The other one is that I think the, the, the serpent. I don't think that was a real animal. I uh, think that might have been someone with a piece of clothing on their hand. I think that was Killian Murphy. <laughs> I think says. that was Killian Murphy with a piece of clothing on his hand. Yeah, yeah. I haven't come up with a name for it yet, but I'm pretty sure that that was one of them. Thou, thou shalt know your nakedness <laughs> and know of the actor Killian Murphy. <laughs> Just got googly eyes on. Yeah, that that's what the fruit of knowledge gave them. <laughs> they gave them two things: the knowledge of their knowledge of their nakedness and shame. Yeah, and Killian Murphy. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, th- I think they go back to Moses as well. Yeah, that they overshot Moses. <laughs> yeah, um, and went back to Adam and Eve. Like, whoops. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you about this tablet. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's got all ten of these commandments on. It's got a list of, of rules. Yeah, it's got a list, a list of rules, right. Yeah. You need to you need to take these. Thou shalt publish... Um, publicise Apple. Yeah. <laughs> We're really, we're really taking this, uh, taking this ad campaign. And he's like, and he's like, the they've given him, a, they've given him Flappy Bird. So, yeah. like, um, like, he's addicted to Raid Shadow Legends while they're trying to tell him what he needs to do. And he's yeah. like, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. And he's yeah. just he's swiping on Tinder. He's doing all sorts of things, right? 
Um, he's just he's got he's got one of those um, he's got one of those bubble pop things. You yeah. know, he's popping bubbles on the on the on the iPad. He's found all the games. Yeah, he's found. All- <laughs> Fruit Ninja. Yeah, he's, he's, he's messing about. Yeah. He's not listening to what the ad guy's telling him about the, about this about his tablet that he needs to tell the world about. <laughs> so when he when he finishes, he's like, "Oh shit, I was supposed to do something, wasn't I?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah." Shing, shing, yeah. shing. He's on Clash of Clans. <laughs> yes. He gets that Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and so he. Uh, like he's playing Minecraft, he's yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Shit, I was supposed to. I was supposed to remember what that guy was saying." Yeah. Um, well, I guess I can go with the safe ones. Yeah. Uh, Thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Um, Ian play- Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt not kill Ian Murphy. Yeah, I, I like how Killian Murphy is like. We've really messed up with the space time of this. We're- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you read this Bible? <laughs> Fucked. The Old Testament stops halfway through. <laughs> the Old Testament stops halfway through for a Raid Shadow Legends advert. <laughs> <laughs> How did sponsored content get into the Old Testament? Oh, I love this movie. It- <laughs> This testament brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. There's no plot here. I love this movie. It's an advert for Apple. Yeah. If anything. Or a film we can take to Congress. To to scare them. Yeah. Just you know, you know how you're scared of AI. Well, this is what you really should be. Yeah, you were worried of. about TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh look yeah. at this. <laughs> He's going back in time. <laughs> This is what could happen. Yeah, 50% of Congress people will believe you. And they'll write in a stone tablet, thou yeah. shalt not buy apple. <laughs> Just an anti-apple of ad. knowledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who's this an advert for? This is an advert that plays before uh, before a film, and you're just sort of like, wait, what? It's well, directed by Ridley Scott. Well, you see, it's my understanding that uh, the, uh, the apple is a representative of the the fruit of knowledge, and the the apple currently possesses uh, 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 knowledge that we as uh, human humanity under God shouldn't possess. Uh, the ability to uh, go through space time and uh, read and change uh, uh, Moses's commandments. <laughs> That's my understanding of the uh, the facts of the matter. Who is this Killian Murphy? <laughs> Bring him before the tribunal. So Killian Murphy gets dragged. Actor Killian Murphy gets dragged. In this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a fourth wall break moment where we, like, at, like the end of Happy Feet. Yeah. Where... You've been in you've been in penguin mode the whole movie, and then suddenly it's the UN. Yeah, yeah. Right. We have the the, the last twenty minutes of this movie is just a fourth wall break in which Killian Murphy, actor Killian Murphy, is dragged before an American tribunal. I think this is like a hidden ad pitch, right? Because we get Ridley Scott to direct, <laughs> yeah. like he's done with Apple adverts in the past. Yeah. And just bring this whole epicness to it. Well, remember that the first half of this, at least, is is made by Christopher Nolan. Oh yeah. The second half of this movie is made yeah. by it's it's an ongoing ad campaign. Yeah. For Apple or against Apple, who knows? <laughs> we'll decide when someone pays us. Yeah. 
We've got two endings, guys. Yeah, we've got a loaded gun pointed at <laughs> either Apple or Apple's competitors. <laughs> Not a literal loaded gun so yeah. that we don't get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> just, just an advert. A figurative loaded gun. Yes, just an ad campaign with just absolute nonsense. <laughs> gonna whip those american lawmakers into a frenzy oh can't wait can't <laughs> wait thank you for that one molly mosley the tablet the tablet no ancient aliens in that, that one so ridiculous. that was that was bonkers ancient aliens yeah this isn't a genre so much as a concept is it it's a concept that has been in a lot of films yeah, it's it's a it's a subgenre of sci-fi. Mm. Yes, Stargate's the one that I think of. Yeah. Um, Prometheus is the one I think of. Prometheus, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I guess Alien vs Predator. Yeah. Has that? They've, they've got like ancient pyramids underneath yeah. the Arctic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. um uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, the Indiana Jones movie. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, they're not aliens. They're, uh, they're interdimensional beings. They're interdimensional beings. Like, yeah. that, like that clip uh, of Steven Spielberg. Yep. <laughs> talking to George Lucas. He's like, George, I don't want aliens. Yeah. And George's like, they're not aliens. And he's like, oh, thank God. They're interdimensional beings. beings. Oh, George. George, why? They're, they're the same thing, That's George the same Lucas. Thing. It's the same thing. It's the same concept. Don't don't worry about it. Interdimensional beings. <laughs> that was when Indiana Jones started to get bad. The fourth yeah. one. You know? I... I only like one of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah? Yeah. Which one is it? Yeah, Last Crusade. Yeah. The other is the best one. Fine. The others are fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I haven't watched the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or the or the new one. Uh, or whatever that one is. The new the, the Dial time, of Destiny. Time jumps. Yeah. Jungle Run. Indiana Jones in the Jungle Run. Yeah. And the the latest Indiana Jones movie is rough. Yeah. It's right. It's got it's got some great moments. It's got some fun moments. Yeah. Fun moments on paper mm -hmm. as well. Execution wise, shocking. Not great. Yeah. yeah, I mean like they they have seen memes. I haven't seen it yet, like I say, but I have seen memes that's like it's unfair to compare a new director a newer director to Steven Spielberg. Yeah. It's unfair. Yeah. But <laughs> they really dropped the ball when it came to Indiana Jones action. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Shooting weird wide shots and like mm. blurry backgrounds when location and like uh, excitement are the things that that uh, like Indiana Jones is known for. Yeah, yeah. Like Indiana Jones, the first three were like exceptional with like practical effects, yeah. practical stunts. Hardly any like visual effects until the, the last scene. Yeah, basically, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it was all sort of done in camera or with like models or something like that. Fourth and fifth one. Yeah. Ridiculous reliance on CGI. Yeah. It's really weird. I mean, it's cheap, is what it is. It, well, it's like the thing is sometimes. So this will make you laugh. 
in Tenet, yeah. there's a scene where a plane flies, or not flies, like runs into a building. Right. They actually went and shot that happening. <laughs> okay. Because it was cheaper to do it in real life than it was to do a CG version of it. How? Yeah. How is that possible? Like, CG is supposed to be the cheapest thing you can do in movies now. The the amount of animators and everything like that, the amount of shots, the amount of time, mm. like man hours, it would it would like and compositing all the characters in into that, it would it would have taken ages to do it. It would. The thing with the reason people rely on CG so much though is because mm. they're it's not a unionized uh, like trade. Yeah. So they are. Ch- Far and away is cheaper to use than people on set, people on location, mm. people on safety stuff. Like, well, that's that's the thing. You get people on CG to do it. Mm. The audience goes, "That's CG." Yeah. Like the cheaper the cheaper it is, yeah. the more likely the audience is going to go, "That's CG." Be, yeah. If if they got it to a point where it looked almost real, mm-hmm. because you can definitely still tell with a lot of stuff. Yeah. It would have cost about the same as ramming a plane into a building. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Which is very silly mm. if you think about it. Yeah, it's also in, in in some cases like it's just you you it's a, sometimes there's an effect you're looking for that's just not going to be believable in mm. CG. Yeah, like you know, there's there are like like Shia LaBeouf swinging along vines with monkeys. Yep. Exactly. So that's, that's the thing that happens. You've got to make sure that, you've got to make sure it all all, all sells yeah. practically. Yeah, yeah. So you get <laughs> Shia LaBeouf to actually spend two years with monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Living in the woods. Yeah. He did that anyway. Yeah, he does do that. Anyway. He did that anyway, and then they told him it was going to be CG. He yeah. went, "Oh, what? I read that script and what? practiced my vine swinging why, with why monkeys. Why did I live in the jungle as a cannibal for two years? <laughs> we did." Nothing in the script about being a cannibal, Charlotte Buff. <laughs> it was what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah. That's... Oh, sorry. There's a um, there's a smudge on my script. <laughs> it describes him as capable. <laughs> <laughs> I misread that as cannibal. I ate those guys. Charlotte Buff walks off. <laughs> it's why he didn't come back for the fifth one. Mm. He ate too many people. He ate too many people, yeah. Didn't, he didn't really like the character after that. That's why no. he accepted it. <laughs> accepted the role. Actual cannibal shit out of both. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the fourth Indiana Jones movie, that's got ancient aliens in. Yeah. And it's um, it's kind of a hook, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's kind what? of the, it's the same hook as the Robin documentary. Williams. No. The, the, to, get, to get audiences in. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh... Maybe there's some truth in this. Maybe yeah. there's some truth that we're missing out in the in the old in the yeah. old and ancient civilizations. They had kind of run out on of of those like exciting Indiana Jones objects, right? They'd done mm. the Holy Grail, the Ark of, of the Covenant, yeah. the, that sort of like um, the sort of those those. Christian icons that could be magical. Yeah, it is. It is interesting because, um, like the other one, Temple of Doom. No, no, the, uh, the Temple of Doom doesn't have a Christian. Yeah. Uh, artifact. Yeah. Um, it is a prequel. 
to Raiders of the Lost Ark. But yeah. in the fifth one, the yeah. new one, the opening section is set during World War Two, or like the the last days of World War Two. And there is a reference to like the the Nazis looking for the Spear of Destiny, um, which is like which is like the third, yeah. <laughs> the third one you the, think the, of. The, the spear yeah, the stab Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the third one you think of in in terms of um, Christian artifacts. Je- Jesus magic items. Yes, Jesus magic items. <laughs> yeah. Plus one spear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's dropped in favour of the Dial of Destiny, which is <laughs> we needed we needed something more interesting than a spear. Yeah, which is just it, it, in in like uh, story terms, the Nazis only looking for Christian iconog- <laughs> iconography. Yeah, which makes sense. But yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, like um, it, Ancient Aliens is, is it does lend a an air of believability to what would otherwise be quite an outla- a bunch of outlandish claims right yeah. like um you you do this sort of like uh oh we found a portal to another planet mm. doesn't make sense yeah um you do hun- like uh, thousands of years ago aliens visited earth mm. you can go okay yeah I could believe that that happened because yeah. uh, because history is another country, right? Like it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. A, history is another country, another culture. We don't know much about it. We don't know how it works. Mm. And so, if aliens did visit, yeah, you can sort of squint and look at history and go like, oh yeah, maybe there were some hints towards that. Yeah, it's it's really funny how the ancient aliens movement, right? Yeah, in the last like. Uh, you mean the real Few. conspiracy type one? The, the conspiracy type theories. Yeah. Um, because in fiction, mm-hmm. Ancient Aliens is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a very fun it's premise fun to, to build to build an idea off. Mm. In the real world, yeah, it's quite a sort of like very racist it's, thing. It's a very. It's, I mean, inherently, it's like just as a, as an abstract idea. Yeah. I guess not that racist. Mm. The the problem is that it's almost always like this. Oh look, like only Western technology yeah. could have achieved great things. Yeah. Look, we we can't fathom the idea that another culture that didn't come up through the track of Western de- yeah. development could have done something cool. Yeah. Like could have could have done a, a feat of engineering exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's basically the premise yeah and it's also kind of like um, you know how as science has come along yeah like God has sort of been chipped away in terms of like what miracles are and yeah. how the world works mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's kind of the opposite way for yeah. for ancient aliens it's like <laughs> it's like the stuff we don't know about the old cultures it was aliens let's pretend that humans were never good at anything yeah particularly these humans yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> particularly humans in Egypt well I have my own sort of ancient aliens uh, well not not my own ancient aliens idea, but yeah. like I, I refuse to believe the ancient aliens concept so much <laughs> that I thought an Iron Age fort up near Sheffield yeah. was actually was actually an Iron Age fort when it was the hill below. <laughs> Wait, so what? like I'm going to describe. So me and my girlfriend are out walking, yeah, and we're walking near this Iron Age fort, yeah, Higator mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. in the Peak District, yeah. 
And there's two hills. Yeah. They both look like Iron Age forts. <laughs> okay. These hills. Yeah. They both have like, like I would say, strategic value mm-hmm. in terms of where you'd build a fort. Mm-hmm. Right. One has just lot of glacial moved rocks yep. at the top of it. Yeah. All right. Very sort of like square rocks. Yeah. Yeah. They look like giant bricks with like 90 degree angles and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Limestone and gritstone, you know, um, yeah. uh, Cleaves at good, good, mm. good square angles. Yeah. So I was just sort of like, oh yeah, the 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 Iron Age people they dragged them up here. And my girlfriend was laughing at me. I was like, well, what? What are you like? This is the Iron Age fort. And yeah. she's like, it's Tom. It's not. We're on the we're on the hill next door. We're on the hill next door. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, but the, these rocks are in like right angles. <laughs> like people would have carved this and put them here as the, as the uh, they were building the fort. And she was like, no, that's wrong. And she started to laugh at me. I was like, oh, well, you, like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm right. Because I, yeah, this is definitely where the Iron Age fort is. And then like 10 minutes later on, to, as we approached the next hill, I saw a very, very obvious wall. Clearly a wall. <laughs> clearly yeah. a wall and where a gate used to be. Clearly an Iron Age fort. And I was like, huh. Well, yeah, maybe you were right all along. I might, I might have overestimated or underestimated the powers of, of the Iron Age people. <laughs> or overestimated, yeah. like you said, yeah. yeah. Because I definitely wasn't going to concede that it was aliens that was moving. <laughs> In fact, it's the opposite. It's like, <laughs> I, I just, I thought that the Iron Age people moved everything well, yeah, around they're, they're here. Like, this is hell. Yeah. The Iron Age people created that. The Iron Age people created that. <laughs> It was like the Iron Age people are my own ancient aliens. They dragged all the stones from everywhere yeah. into these hills. They just love doing it. Yeah. Like making hills. <laughs> just... The expectations of Iron Age technology. The like... whole Peak District is just Iron Age buildings. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Age skyscrapers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Aliens were nowhere. <laughs> and isn't it a little bit more sane? To, <laughs> to think that the Iron Age people were capable of these incredible of things hills, yeah. instead of instead of going, oh, aliens moved all these. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of glad I've got that mentality. It's just like nobody knows how anyone brought, brought the stones from Wales over to Stonehenge. Yeah, and it's like people walk. Mm. Have a guess. <laughs> Have a guess at how they did it. Oh, so they, they put they. So, so what you're saying is that they put like they got giant logs and rolled them all the way there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We is we, it possible? Well, yeah. Then it might be. It might have happened that we way. We have the thing is like yeah, we have so little records from that time mm. because literally all we have is like um, stone. The stone yeah. left over. We don't have any of the st- of the wooden stuff they did. They mm. had. We never. We've never found any leather of yeah. any kind, right? Because it all just rots away. Yeah. Like everything is perishable that you might make stuff out of, apart from bone and wood. Yeah. Uh, sorry, bone and stone. Yeah. So like, you're just like you, it's like how did they did they have backpacks? Don't know. We <laughs> think they had like sticks. Like pieces of wood carved into big loops so yeah. that you could hang things from them, but nobody ever like had a le- we we don't know if anyone had any like like a leather satchel mm. because it just would have rotted away obviously. Yeah, <laughs> they walked around naked. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, because of all the they walked, around, they walked around naked, holding giant stones above their head with their incredible strength. They were giants. That's more feasible <laughs> than ancient aliens. It is. It is. Because at least we know those people were there. Yeah. I, I, and I think the thing is, the, the really funny thing about the ancient aliens, like real, true ancient alien belie- beliefs, mm. is that it is always this sort of like spurious idea. The, the clincher for me is it's this spurious idea that they couldn't do it. They had no technology at that yeah. time that could make could help them cut right angles. They posited <laughs> with no historical references. <laughs> they had no technology at the time that could cut this stone so accurately. They decided. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the the believer decides. Mm. Like it really is. Every time anyone's ever talked about talks to me about that, and I, there have been people in my life who have believed this stuff. Yeah. And every time anyone's ever talked to me about it, it's always just been they just didn't they didn't have the technology to to make a pyramid. Yeah. And I'm like, where is the reference? Do you know what it takes to make a pyramid? Because I don't. Right, right. <laughs> if if the ancient if the Great Pyramids yeah. were giant metal like obelisks. Yeah, yeah. That, that had been like like sheets of steel yeah. that were like, you know, like massive forges would be required or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we had no record of the forges. Yeah. The writing on it was completely different to all the ancient alien <laughs> yeah. all the all the ancient Egyptian writing. It's of a it's of an alloy that we've never come across. We we're unable yeah. to re- recreate. The only alloy the, the only metal <laughs> in existence is purely in that <laughs> Yeah. Ancient pyramid. Yeah. There's the body of a of a <laughs> of, an of an alien inside that and the, depictions and, of aliens all over right. them, yeah. <laughs> Up until like the actual body of an alien yeah. is in the pyramid. <laughs> that's still feasible as these as the ancient Egyptians built that. Because because as well, like Everyone listening probably knows this already, but there are materials in ancient structures that we don't, until recently, know how to make. Yeah. Right? We couldn't do Roman concrete. Mm. We didn't know how to make Roman concrete. So it would have been like, the the Romans must have had some ancient uh, alien technology to make this Roman concrete. But turns out, we had a recipe. Yeah. Have you heard this? We had a recipe for Roman concrete, Mm. right? What we found. Mm. And when we made it, it never worked. Okay. Um, but that's just because they had assumed we had context. Yes. So to make Roman concrete, you have to add seawater. Mm. They, when they put, said you so need we this were much just water, adding clean wa- water, right? Like, because they didn't know salt was in seawater, really. They, well, they, they knew they, they, that seawater was different to yeah, water, yeah. but it's just like... It was so obvious to them when they're mi- mixing their concrete that yeah. they needed salt, they needed yeah, yeah. seawater. I get, I get what you mean. That, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, they would have known salt was in seawater. Yeah, yeah. It's, talk about. Well, I mean, you have to taste it. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the only difference. But yeah, they just they just said like obviously it's going to use seawater. Yeah. That just dialectically, that's yeah. just everyone knows that. Well, it's like um, them forgetting how they made the spacesuits for the Apollo missions. <laughs> yeah, they forgot. Well, they just can't remember Oops. how they built how they made it <laughs> so they're having to start from scratch <laughs> to make these new new things because we've not been back to the moon yeah properly like they had the things that 
that would sort of they avoid really, getting space dust They really and stuff on should it. have yeah. remembered that. Yeah, yeah. That, that gives a lot of credence to the moon landing effect. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, you you could go to the moon again, right? I, 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 may, yeah. be, I may be wrong. <laughs> I may be sort of paraphrasing that. But Tom, but... We, we've been to the moon, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had NASA, you could go anytime you wanted. Right? What? No. If you've been to the moon, <laughs> you you know how to do it. it. You're speaking as though this is from experience. You're the head of NASA, Tom. This is... <laughs> so, so I'm the head of NASA. Yeah, you're the head of NASA. You've been to the moon. Yeah. You lot. That yeah. wasn't faked, right? No. Right. So theoretically, you could do that again at any time. Would I mean night time? Night time. Yeah, to go at night because <laughs> that's when the moon's up. Well, not not. Well, I mean, we are going in the next few years, but yeah, but you've like, been before, so you've you been could before. at any given time do it. You yeah. have all the, you have the means. Who, who to knows? Do it. Who knows if we've got the means? What? It, I'm you, the head of NASA and You're the I head of NASA know. You should know Whether yeah. or not you have If you've been to the moon You should have the ability To go to the moon We can't do it It can't be done <laughs> It can't be done It's been It's been five decades Since we last went Why? Because Stanley Kubrick Isn't, isn't working He's anymore He's dead We killed him Stanley Kubrick he, is dead He started now. to speak Started to speak out <laughs> Why can't you go to the moon, NASA? Oh, Kubrick's dead. <laughs> what? Imagine if that's that's how they. Unfortunately, it. we can't go back to the moon because Stanley Kubrick died. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one that toes the line mm-hmm. of like this. You could argue it's not an ancient aliens movie. Yeah. Is uh, the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds because that yeah, that okay. has like a specific plot point in which like I, I guess it's thematically pretty uh, important yeah. but like the, the, the tripods are already beneath the oh, earth but, but it's like not literally important yeah yeah like they they, didn't, they haven't affected culture in any way no no no, no. Right? The, the, we, we have not unearthed them uh, and then like yeah. and then the aliens have appeared or, yeah. or like we've we've not sort of um, we, we've not awoken them like the dragons in Reign of Fire. I think that yeah, the, the strength of of um, ancient the ancient aliens concept comes from their influence on human culture. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right, because if they if we never noticed them and they were just sort of there, yeah, yeah, like and they've had no interaction with our own history, mm. we've got so much less information about them. Yeah, right. If they have uh, come to visit us once, yeah, we've thought they were gods and painted pictures of them yeah. and built monuments to them and all that sort of in, in, their, in the style of their ship and you have all this cool stuff that we already know about because if you yeah. say oh um, like the Eiffel Tower is a, was a beacon to try and communicate with them <laughs> yeah yeah right then you have this whole thing of like oh right so the French culture of that time mm. is being fed into our idea of the like um, of of we know we feel like we know these aliens better mm. because us as a viewer we 
put the pipeline of like when we know that the Eiffel Tower was created yeah, yeah. and we go like oh those people built something after them so we yeah. know a bit more about them um, uh, but only through a human lens that's kind of the fun yeah. of it is like uh, we, we put the concept of aliens through a human lens because we can't just go aliens and know what we're talking about because yeah. them being alien is half the fun mm. um, like humans interpreting aliens someone telling you that they saw something yeah that's the fun of the aliens genre isn't it really mm. it's not about like oh how do they actually live yeah yeah if we're doing that we're doing sci-fi yeah. it's not really about the alien not about them feeling alien yeah whereas someone being like i got dropped off in a cornfield yeah. you know that's uh, that's compelling because of the unknown there that's mm. compelling because all you have is this shaky account yeah um, it's like a ghost story almost mm. you know there's that that, that kind of yeah word. yeah the the sort of close encounters kind of exactly vibe. yeah yeah um and and likewise with aliens it's like a shaky account it's a half known mm. variable that we can kind of there's imagination you can put into it Whereas with War of the Worlds, yeah. there's nothing there until the aliens arrive. Suddenly they're there, yeah. The aliens may as well have dropped a load of tripods down. Exactly, yeah. From yeah. the sky. Yeah. Because there's no point... I guess the whole thing is... It, it's more world building. Yeah. In, in story world building with them being underground already. Mm. Yeah. Than it is actually being a part of like what that film's about yes i think it's, it's very much that kind of like they're trying to get us to feel like oh this was here and we never even noticed it yeah like we couldn't have seen it coming even though it was right under our noses mm. humans are almost more culpable in that yes you know it's like um we should have seen it yeah you know we should have done something about it but mm. what would we have done about it if we, even if we did find it yeah it makes it more literal and tangible mm. Um, but yeah, so I don't. I don't think they like it. Really hits the same notes. No, but it, you can definitely argue it's it's ancient. It's got ancient aliens in it. Yeah, Doctor Who. Doctor is Who? an ancient aliens uh, thing because oh, yeah. literally, uh, an alien is visiting Earth in ancient <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. changing events. Yeah, and then often. You end up with them looking at a mural, and it's like, it why is there a blue there? box in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, like the, the the whispers of the culture of like whispers of the blue box throughout time. You know, mm. sort of really, it hits the note, right? Yeah. It hits the ancient aliens' note, despite it being from a completely different perspective. It's like, haha, aren't humans funny? They see a thing and they they write it down. Yeah. Um, like, and then, <laughs> and then we think it's all cool, but really, it's just this bloke. Yeah. Just this uh, this person, yeah, just going around, going back to ancient times and yeah. being like, "I'm an alien." Waluigi, Waluigi is Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Wah. I think that one of the one of the things about the ancient aliens thing is it's like it's like an adventure movie. Oh, for sure. It's like it's sci-fi adventure. It's it's like Indiana Jones with science fiction in. Yeah, and 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 like that's true. So often, um, like there's a Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah. Um, ancient Aliens one, mm. where basically like 
one of the characters, well, a data who's an android and therefore like won't rot or go yeah. there. His corpse is found underneath San Francisco. Okay. Or like underneath underneath the city. Yeah. Um, and it's been there for for like thousands of years. Mm. And it's so it's surmised that he got lost. He got sent back thousands of years ago. <laughs> di- like got disassembled underneath the city and, and has been found. So they have to go back and find it. They do a they do a bender from Futurama where they go back to Roswell. And, yeah. and they leave his they leave his head <laughs> into the desert. Yeah, and when they like they, they drop him on the way back back to the future, <laughs> and the, oh right, well we can pick him up again. <laughs> they just go to the desert, and his head's <laughs> still, there, still there, yeah. having waited. Yeah, <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's that kind of like yeah, digging up stuff mm. like in 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 the now. Because it is like artifacts and and like the Stargate, right? Like it's, it comes out of an archaeology mm. uh, dig, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, yeah, you've got this adventure movie for the now mm. matched with sci-fi from the then, yeah. And then the the, the, the artifact you dig up does something un- unimaginable because it's alien, and then you get like sci-fi stuff, yeah, sci-fi horror, sci-fi adventure. You yeah. can, yeah, this is it's just the the. Ancient Aliens just really kicks off the story. Yeah, but it gives so. you it gives you background, and that's the yeah. thing with movies you don't often get a lot of. Um, if you want to spend time in your movie, like a two hour movie, right? Yeah. Um, if you want to spend time in your movie mm. um, uh, with the aliens being an unknown, that's mm. time wasting. Yeah, yeah. To get to know them. Yeah. Right. So, like, that's time wasting that makes them feel a bit. Like you're not really selling them, yeah. When eventually they do turn up, mm. whereas if you do ancient aliens and you've you've got like they've got a kind of uh, Egyptian esque culture, mm. they've got a kind of whatever esque Viking esque culture, like in yeah. Thor, yeah, yeah. Um, you can we know more about them then They're, because they are slightly more human. Yes, the, um, uh, Asgardians the... are more human for being. Uh, having a Viking style culture. Yes. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. We get that culture. It's easier to grok for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If if we if we know the the folk tales about these ancient aliens already. Yeah. Then it makes them easier to understand. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna be calling it Twitter to my dying day. It's it's like it's gonna be like one of those things, isn't it? It's just sort of like um... new Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like new Coke. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's going to understand that it was a bad idea and a bad decision at the time. Yeah, everyone will just ignore that it ever happened. Yeah, or maybe like New Coke, uh, Twitter's going to make a big comeback, and people are like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is amazing!" Yeah, well, what's going to happen is um, uh, Elon's going to uh, like bankrupt the Twitter or like the Twitter company. Mm. Uh, sell the the valuable brand, the Twitter like actual logo and yeah, yeah. name to his creditors, yeah. um, and just have the a website be X, yeah. right? Then someone else is going to buy Twitter, mm. like as in the Twitter brand, yeah, and make a new website for it, and then everyone will go there. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen. I don't understand how that any of that works. <laughs> All I know is Elon Musk is living proof that there are reptilian people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's true. He yeah. easily could be 
a malfunctioning android from an alien species. <laughs> yeah, from the future. That was supposed to make us make us go to Mars yeah. and has gone haywire. <laughs> he, I like the idea that Elon Musk has like a fortress of solitude. Yeah. That he, he returns to. To and charge. It's like, have you taken the humans to Mars yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Not <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta finish not paying my workforce. I need one of them to say I've won the internet. <laughs> People keep telling me that I'm not the best at the internet. Hey, I'll tell you what, right? If Elon Musk does have a fortress of solitude yeah. and his dad, his holographic dad is going, you should give them an ideal to strive towards. He's he's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Blooming, yeah. blooming Zoomers, Millennials. <laughs> oh. He's definitely giving us something to strive <laughs> away from. Strive away from. Yeah. You will give them an idea to strive away from. <laughs> you will be the worst person in the world. It's like as if his dad is is like is is saying, "Be Lex Luthor." Yeah. <laughs> be more Lex. <laughs> Talk Lex. <laughs> Smile more. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's, a, that's another ancient aliens movie. Hamilton. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alexander Hamilton yeah. on the uh, on the on the ten dollar bill. You know what else is on there? That pyramid with a floating eye. Yep. Yeah. We didn't have the tool, didn't have the technology to make a pyramid with a, with a floating eye when we made Alexander Hamilton. We still don't. We still have <laughs> We didn't. We we we've never had a pyramid with a floating eye. <laughs> well, uh, what's more proof? Yeah. What's more proof than ancient aliens? Then. Yeah. Uh, Illuminati. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.